ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Settle down, settle down. This is the You Mad Bro podcast on ambiguousproduction.com. Find us there all across social media at You Mad Bro Pod. It is going to be popping this week. We are no longer talking about upsetting shit. We're talking about more fun shit. And I couldn't think of anyone more perfect to have on to talk about barstool sports, incest, and Conor McGregor than McLeod. McLeod, how you doing, buddy? I don't like that you just threw incest right in the middle of those three things. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. The only thing that's missing is your boy Donald and your boy Hillary. Yes, she's a boy. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, glad to glad to be here, ready to uh, shake the world up with my hot takes. Coming and, in live uh, from Cream Ridge. <laughs> I can't believe that's an actual place. Utah, yep, you, so, you, you, you so, in Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, where the fuck are you? How, how Republican is I'm, it out there? I'm, I'm off the grid. That's all you need to know about where I am. Okay. How, how Republican is it out there? I'm curious. Oh, this is like, uh, well, Salt Lake City itself is less, but the, the entire state of Utah is like the reddest thing I've ever seen. Oh, so I... Uh, <laughs> There's an ammo place called Get Some Guns and Ammo right outside the city. So it's incredible. <laughs> wild, wild place to live for sure. I love it. Yeah, that's finest. And Nash, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. I can't yeah, see I'm you, but good to hear good. from you. Kind of a shame. The Titans lost to the Pats yesterday in the preseason. Are you surprised, dude? Belichick will hey, tear we them beat them in the regular season last year. Belichick will tear them apart with the backup squad. No, it was a, it was a game. It was a good game. Mm, it's preseason. Who cares? Doesn't count. But. As I mentioned, we are talking about barstool sports and the unization. Um, Stephen King, not the author, thinking incest was just a part of life, apparently. Um, and Conor McGregor, McLeod, your boy, McGregs. So let's start yep. out with let's start with barstool sports. Dave Portnoy and the idea of union. So barstool sports founder David Portnoy said in a string of tweets about unionizing the sport. Uh, the spots sports site he would uh, he would fire employees if they tried to unionize which you know is kind of illegal um he th- he th- he threats what the fuck what the fuck is wrong with these notes he threat bill simmons's sports site the ringer announcing a union on monday national labor relations board specifies it as illegal to for employees to discourage union activity so it's pretty much illegal to say hey if you try to union i'm going to fire you um and aoc chirped in so uh Let's talk about unions. Nash, what do you think about unions as a whole? Like labor unions? Um, I think they're pretty useful uh, when, you know, workers didn't have rights. Um, But a lot of times nowadays, the big issue with forming a union is, I mean, you can be scammed by a union as much as you can be scammed by your employer because you have to pay union fees, union dues. And if, you know, you're not on top of what is going on in your union, like, you can become a sucker in there. It sounds like joining Pike. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, dear God. Uh, McLeod, what do you think about unions? Are you in a union? With your, uh, first and foremost, before I break down unions, I would just like to say I did support the union in the Civil War. I can't speak for Nash's background in Tennessee. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> Following follow that, I think uh, unions make sense in some places, but not in a company that it's like if you're not talented, you don't make money. So I think it's dumb that people are going after him for being like, you can't have a union or I'll just fire you. I think he has the right to fire them. And honestly, I kind of wish he fired half of them. The site's gone pretty downhill the last few years. <laughs> based, based off of your interpretation. Oh, yeah. Well, Fire like 80% of them. <laughs> no, one, no one knows more about barstool sports than fucking McLeod. I remember just walking into wherever like the rat or something like, yo, check out this thing on barstool. I'm like, fuck, again? <laughs> yes, yeah, no, yes dude, Mr. I mean, McLeod, I st- sir, yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I still have a Viva La Stool sticker proudly on my car. And uh, if the communists and AOC want to come and try and rip it off, I'd you know, <laughs> glad, gladly uh, you know, offer them the chance. Oh, my God, I love you. So over the past few years, employees at major <laughs> newsrooms like BuzzFeed, uh, Vice, Vox, and the New York Magazine have all formed unions seeking better working conditions in a turbulent industry. Um, now it's kind of hard. I think it's kind of hard to have unions when a lot of people in this industry, uh, are mainly freelancers. Um, like this, this, the industry as a whole is shifting towards freelance. Like I'm a freelancer. Um, so I don't have like health insurance and all that. So I don't even think I can be in a union unless I want to join SAG, but I'm not an actor. So I don't know. Unions is an interesting thing in general. I don't honestly know a lot about unions. It's not what you said. It's a lot of pros and cons to actually joining a union. I didn't like, I didn't like to pay dues. That sounds a little ridiculous. Sounds a little counterintuitive. Well, yeah, because you have to, it, it's an, it's an, it's an organization for whatever, you know, the occupation is. So you have to hire people that can manage, you know, everything that gets, that's getting done. Mm-hmm. People are sending out newsletters, people that are making sure that, you know, they're getting adequate pay. It's the bigger it is. I'd assume the more dues you have to pay. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a really good idea on paper, but then when it kind of comes to fruition, it's just like, well, how do we actually do this? I know. Pay him for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it has its ups and it has its downs. It's definitely been incredibly beneficial. Okay. So a lot of places like plumbers or metal workers, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It seems the most useful for like construction workers so they can bounce around from job. It seems like it's job security for places where there might not be so much job security, like those manual label jobs, construction, plumbing, uh, contractors, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and especially jobs where, you know, risk of injury is incredibly high. Mm-hmm. There's someone to take care of you. Yeah, exactly. So you get another so if, added lever. So if you need to hire like a construction company, it would be through a union, and they'll cover any like health insurances and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but again, a lot of construction workers are freelance. Right. Really? I'm a freelance. Yeah, true. What, the, the, thing, the thing everyone forgets too about this Barstool thing is like, they actually don't care about any of this. This was all just to get people to come to their site. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's the, They, okay, have, they had the most impressions that. they've had all year the day that this happened because AOC and Donald Trump Jr. were tweeting about Barstool and people went to Barstool Sports and they made money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's... It's genius. Like, it's genius. Everyone thinks he's like this big anti-union guy, but he's just like, I'm just here to make money as an American. And I support that as an American. Oh, of course. Capitalism, free market, the greatest exactly. in the country. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it's a good debate to, as like, honestly, it's a good debate to have in general because it is beneficial for a lot of jobs sometimes. And a lot of times it can be kind of worse because you have threat of being fired because yeah. it's going to make the company overall have to spend more money on that. 
like teachers and unions. If the company, yeah, and if the company's treating you right, you you have no need to to go, you know, form a union. Okay, so going into this, knowing that Portnoy is kind of a fuckboy and a troll, let's see what actually happened. So he said, quote, I hope and pray that Barstool employees tried to unionize, uh, he wrote in a blog post. He said, quote, I can't tell you how much I want them to unionize just so I can smash their little union to smithereens. Nothing would please <laughs> me more than to break it into a million little pieces. Now, that coming from him and what I know about Barstool Sports – it sounds like a troll right off the bat. I mean, it's it's like that's exactly what it is. And like he's been on yeah. Fox News and pretty much said like, yeah, we just did this. We had like the best day we've ever had. Like everyone came to the website. But then you have, you know, people who are like, I need to be at the center of attention, like AOC, who's just going to lob her tweet out there and, you know, be like, you can't do this. I'm going to arrest you. And, you know, honestly, on it, like the more I think about it, if Dave Fortnite does get arrested for this, it will be the best thing for Barstool Sports ever. Oh, like, yeah. They'll have so many people <laughs> going to the website. There'll probably be a whole free Dave campaign, merch campaign. Shirts. <laughs> you know, like they're they're going to make a hundred times more money than they would have made regularly in 2019 if Dave Fortnite goes to federal court. I oh think. my God, that would be hilarious. He <laughs> it's a win-win, either way. He goes on to tweet, if all people in my mentions would spend more time working and less time tweeting, you would be rich and powerful like me and you wouldn't need your <laughs> blogging. You wouldn't need your blogging unions to protect you. Dude. It's, in, it's incredible, man. The guy, the guy knows the internet. He dominates the yeah. internet because he knows the internet. That is, that is Randy Savage right there. That, that is <laughs> fucking savage among among savage. So, McLeod, you being the Barstool historian, can you think of other times that something the Barstool has kind of gone crazy and is out of bounds like this? Because uh, the CEO of Barstool, who happens to be a woman, by the way, so all the people want to Erica shoot. Nardini, one of the best CEOs in the business. Yeah, people want to shoot on uh, that's not a female CEOs. Um, she comes on and says, Barstool doesn't give a fuck, and it's made for people who doesn't give a fuck. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yep. I love this. I think this whole thing is brilliant. That people just this play into this shit. Now, Nash, we and you have talked about art outrage marketing with Gillette in the Lost Archives and Nike with the, with the most recent archives. Um, this is just this is just fun. This is fun to me. Like this is like I don't well, understand why people are so like up in arms about this. It, it's honest outrage marketing. It's not. It's not pandering to an audience. It's them just being consistent with the audience that they have. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. what you expect from them. <laughs> yeah, you could never say that like Barstool is being like off brand. Like they are just exactly <laughs> yeah. what they are. I'm like they've changed like a little bit and like added a, ho- a whole lot of like kind of like new branches of the business. But like they're like. They're just still there, just like exactly what Nardini said. Like they're just there to like fuck shit up, pretty much. <laughs> they're like they're my boys. They're like uh, the people from Boston. This thing started. Barstool started in two thousand three as like a, just a sports magazine out in Beantown. Then from there, it just kind of exploded into like this kind of this college frat dude atmosphere. Now it's just a is it a global phenomenon? Do you think like people in like Italy, like oh yeah, check out, check out this barstool, <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, just barstool pose. It's mad funny. Retweet, retweet. I'm Italian, so I can say that. <laughs> Let me just stop and say your Italian uh, is phenomenal. I don't know where you, where, where you, went to I don't know where you for studied. <laughs> <laughs> you must have studied, you know, straight in the heart of Rome. Cavallone, <laughs> perfecto. <laughs> So we had we had Justice Warriors and people who want to get those brownie points like Matt Weir and R- Ruff Nash. How do you say this, guys? R- Rafty Letzer. Rafi. Rafi Letzer. There's no T in there. Rafi. Oh yeah, yeah. Rafi Letzer. Uh-huh. So this is from at Rafi Letzer. Quote in a tweet: If you work for Barstool and want to have a private 
uh, chat about the unionization process, how, how a little power your boss has to say to stop you and how you can leverage the power to make your life better, my DMs are open. To which Portnoy response, response, if you if you work with Boston <laughs> Sports and DM this man, I will fire you on the spot. <laughs> Now, now I will say one of one of their biggest uh, personalities, Big Cat, did DM him, but I think it was to ask if unions could erase his outstanding gambling debt. To which I don't. I think the answer is no. I don't think they do that. <laughs> no, savage, um, bro. Savage. Another another fun another fun thing to remember when we're talking about all this union stuff with Barstool is Barstool is not like it's a private entity. Like they're owned by the Churning Group, the Churning Group who makes like a bunch of movies every year. They produce Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like they're like this big 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 massive company so like i'm sure like there's probably unions in other parts of the company but like barstool is barstool and they're like their own thing like they don't you know this is this isn't like i don't know they're just their own thing you can't unionize it you can't uh-huh uh so we got a lawyer he goes matt weir lawyer here <laughs> if any barstool employee are looking to unionize and run into problems i'd be happy to help out in any way pro bono which means four boners correct <laughs> <laughs> Twitch Portnoy respond, anybody who hires this lawyer will be fired immediately, and I will personally sue you for damages <laughs> and back wages. <laughs> this is just this is just like the uh chaotic mess of advertisement going on right now. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> like knowing it's a joke, it's hilarious. But like when I was like first kind of looking into this, I was like, dude, is he serious? Because like Someone who doesn't know or really understand Barstool, even like myself to, like, to a certain extent, like you can't just do that. Like if I'm trying to think of a no, I need I need to interrupt you here, Daffy, because like this is all just a joke. But like if someone had DM that person or if someone had reached out to this lawyer, he would exactly do all of those things. He would do exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> but like what if like GMC workers wanted to unionize for some reason their ceo did all this like if it was serious like how illegal is all this shit well it's gmc like they make cars like barstool sports does not make cars they make 20 year old kids famous and then they leave to go do stand-up comedy that's like their whole career yeah and i don't i don't think that the barstool employees are actually considering unionizing right no dude there's videos they've released of like employees joking about how ridiculous unionizing is and like that there's just no need. And like, the thing would be like, it would just keep all the people who aren't funny there longer and they wouldn't wash out. And like, you know, they wouldn't have money to keep like some of their top talent. And like, even if they lost like one big piece, like part of my take podcast, like the number one sports podcast in the world, like if they lost that, like they would like be downhill so fast, like it wouldn't, it would be unbelievable. Yeah. Especially in a market, uh, a news market where, you know, online news is decreasing. Like that would just make it, 10 times harder to get hired anywhere mm. because you know, you have certain expectations you have to meet from the union end right. and nobody's going to deal with all of that. It's just red tape at the end of the day too. Like they're just adding more nonsense to it. It's, it's just, it's a dumb idea. Like it makes sense for certain industries like labor unions, stuff like that, teachers, but like, it's just like, this is like, this is the free market, right? Like if you're not funny, you shouldn't be held on just because of a union. Like you should be dropped because you're not making money for the website. Right. That's the yeah. way the world works. And like, you know, that's the way like probably 80% of jobs work is that there's no union. It's like, if you don't do your job, you're gone. If you do I your mean, job, hey. Yeah, no, the, their industry is writing and writing is, you know, constantly fluctuating what people want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And so 
you can't. I don't think unions are make too much sense there. But the, the National Labor Relations Board specifies that it is illegal for employers to discourage union activities. So joking or not, his tweets are kind of breaking the law, even though it's not serious. But They're a little discouraging. Just a little bit, a little on-the-nose discouragement. Um, and this is where AOC comes in, of course, because politicians can't keep their mouths shut. Uh, quote, if you're, bo- if you're a boss tweeting firing threats to employees trying to unionize, you are likely breaking the law, really likely, hmm. and can be used in your wor- – and can be sued in your words, quote, on the spot. All, in all caps, workers in the U.S. have a protected freedom to organize for better conditions. See – uh, union pages and whatever the fuck that other one is for tips. So, uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, thank you for your. No, 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 Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. Please use your full name. <laughs> Ocasio, yeah, okay, McLeod. I was, I kind, I kind, I kind. Oh, important response. Hey, AOC, welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> 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 Debate me. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. I think I, I believe that's I believe that's the one Don Jr. retweeted. <laughs> I believe that's the episode title, The Thunderdome. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Welcome <laughs> to the Thunderdome. Um so I want this, uh, Yeah, go ahead, huh? Nash. Go ahead. This whole thing just seems like a like a high school it, it seems just like a funny high school circumstance where like there's a class clown being sarcastic and like the, the you know the bookworm chick just doesn't get the joke. <laughs> That's, that's yeah that's spot on that's exactly what's going on and then here. the lawyers are just the guys that want to get in their pants they're just like oh yeah you're right 100% I can help you with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, lawyers, the, lawyers, the lawyers want a paycheck um, and the politicians she, want brownie points she, she wants a paycheck too because literally later that day she sent out an email to all of her supporters saying I'm taking on Barstool here's the donate page to keep me going pretty much something along those lines like use Barstool use Dave Portnoy to raise money for her own campaign did she really and, yeah, she, all she wants to do is just get more like clout, and more followers on Twitter, and honestly, like this would be a perfect situation from where the office they have creedthoughts.com, which is where they just set Creed up with a word document instead of actually putting his thoughts on the internet. I think someone needs to do that with Alexandra Ocasio Cortez and just set her up so that you know none of her thoughts actually make it out to the outside world. <laughs> they get filtered. Exactly, just into oh a word God. document, deletes the word document, they're <laughs> never seen again. So, like, what what makes AOC or a politician? comment on this because AOC has her hands full with the whole Israel situation, which I couldn't, which we can't get into because I don't have three weeks to research it. Um, for, all, for all 15 of you listening, 15,000 of you listening. Um, but why, like, why is Paul, can't politics just not be a part of this? Like, let no, the, let, the, <laughs> let the kids play. Damn it. I say it every week. Just, just let, let the internet have fun. And this fucking, it's a fucking joke. If you need to explain I just, I just, to you, told, I just so told you it's because she was raising money off of it two hours later. She probably, when she wrote out this tweet, was already writing up the email saying how to donate to her to fight Big Bad Portnoy. Big Bad Portnoy. Oh, but it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's idiotic. And I, like I, they, I, I they wish tweeted, the government would stay out of your life more. She tweeted something <laughs> or like she retweeted someone calling him like Bad Boss Portnoy or something. And within an hour, he was selling shirts that had his face on it just said bad boss number one like the guy the guy knows how to make money off of anyone it's incredible these yeah. people are just so dumb getting into fights with him dude he's, they, a, he's a true making, entrepreneur yeah making so much mo- they're making so much money off of just like six tweets like it's absolutely ridiculous oh. absurd dude 
Hey, hey, hey Portnoy. We should make it illegal for politicians to have Twitter. I agree. I, yeah, I can think of a few. That <laughs> has, <in> <laughs> has, any, has any good ever come from it? No, I don't think so. You know what it is? Because back, okay, I've been thinking about this lately, and I should maybe be a little bit more historian on this on me, but back in the day, weren't like quotes part of a news story and quotes weren't the entire news story because nowadays you'll see a yeah. whole news story on major organizations saying Donald Trump tweets this AOC tweets this in response Beto O'Rourke tweets this it's like wait a minute statements are supposed to support a story not be yeah. the whole fucking story no exactly I think <laughs> you got the point right out of my mouth because I'm you, you were you know you're a journalism right journalism yeah. major me and like McLeod that. me and McLeod both. All right, yeah, there I'm, a, you go. I'm a journalist. How often were you told that the, the the quotes are just there to like support your story? Like you are actually making the story. You're putting all the bits and pieces of information together. The quotes aren't the whole story. The quotes help frame what's going on. It's just literal impersonal impressions of what's going on. Yeah, but the problem is like it's so hard as a writer, a journalist for a news organization to capture the attention of an audience like this is, I, I swear I kind of feel for the media. Um, I'm about to shit on Fox news for a second. Sorry, my cloud, but like, <laughs> I, 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 like I get it because they're doing what they have to do to survive and make money. Like it's the only way to get that kind of irritating headline. Like Fox news, literally they didn't really cover the whole story of the unions and Portnoy and all of that. They only covered the part of AOC and they kind of just thought, oh, yeah, by the way, this is also kind of a joke. Important. I was saying this about you, yada, 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 yada. But he wants to debate AOC. Hey, Fox viewers, come look at this shit. Go, go laugh at uh, goat face AOC, donkey face AOC. Look at those teeth. Like, that's just, that's what they do. That's what they have to do. It's crazy. Well, well let me ask if it is something that they have to do. Barstool, and it's like Reuters or something. It's like they're the only, like, actually profitable online media outlets. Everybody else is kind of on the decline. Yeah. So, like, is is are they really doing what they have to do, or they just don't know what's going on? I think they're doing what they have to do because, like, who? I mean, people are still kind of subscribed to the New York Times. People are subscribed to Wall Street Journal, but those numbers aren't high. Those numbers aren't good. Like, they, and, and they're getting worse. And so they're that's getting kind worse. Of a thing when you have Barstool, who is incredibly successful. And expanding on it in a dying market, like that. Clearly, they've got it right. You know, <laughs> they, yeah. Barstool knows how to get people to like click and read stuff and interact online without it being like BuzzFeed, like top ten reasons this, or you'll never believe what happens next. Like they've mastered what how to actually get this or you. Exactly, they managed to get people <laughs> to be interested and to click through and to engage with their content without being like insufferable assholes about it. And mm. I think that's why they're so good. And that's why they're all over the news and stuff is like, like every time one of these things happens, like all the networks, like Fox news is the only one that puts Portnoy on. And, you know, I know he has some sort of connection with like Tucker Carlson or something. Like he's been on Tucker a few times, but like he gets on there and like, you know, whether people hate Fox news, love Fox news, hate Portnoy, love Portnoy. Like all he's doing is drawing more people into his website and putting more money in his pockets. And from a business standpoint, like he's a genius about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, without yeah. All right. Uh, any final thoughts on this whole story before we go to talk about some talk about some rape and incest? I hope the Thunderdome debate happens. That's all I'm saying because it would be an absolute wash. I think AOC would have to retire. <laughs> go back to bartending. 
either either that or I hope that Donald Trump senior, the actual president of the United States, retweets one of these because he's been like he said, like in interviews that he is pretty much creating tweets about AOC now, hoping to get a Don Jr. or a Don Donald Trump retweet, mm. which would be great for the Barstool brand. Oh, my God. Of course it would. Yeah. I'm sure we'd have like four New York Times articles about it the next day. You can probably buy it on a shirt. Yeah, it would just be whatever Donald like Donald Trump retweets would would be the entire shirt. <laughs> uh, all right. So from there, we're talking about Stephen King. And when I first saw this story, I was seriously hoping it was the author because it would make so much more sense. <laughs> but it's not. It's just some weirdo from Iowa, of course. <laughs> Can we start calling this guy like Steve King or like, yeah, you can't call him Stephen King. I think, no, I think they do call him Steve King. It is just, yeah, it you is kept just saying Stephen King. King and I'm like, this is definitely not the writer. No, no, it's definitely, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. Have you read his novels? It would definitely be the writer. Have you read Pet Cemetery? He spells it wrong, the whole book. Um, <laughs> but Republican representative. Yeah, d- tell us how you really feel, man. Jeez. Republican, Steve, Republican representative Steve King of Iowa questioned on Wednesday whether there would be any population left on Earth if not for rape and incest. McLeod, your thoughts? Bold. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, two things. It's quite a take. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily the hill that I would go and die on, personally. Um, but I'll tell you what, it, it's a take. It, it's a, it, it's a it, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a thought. <laughs> Idea wheel is churning. You know, you know, Nash. We kind. Can, can, can you give us some background on this? You can't just drop a bomb like that. And just be like, yeah, like that's. He just brought it up out of nowhere. No one knows what he's talking about. You know, I I kind of wanted some context too, but I was kind of scared to find out the reason. And of course, it's about abortion. Um, yeah. So yeah. the remarks came as King was defending not allowing exceptions for abortion in cases of rape or incest, which. I think if there's any perfect time to have an abortion, it's of rape and incest immediately. Yeah. So I will say this. I just Googled um, Steve King problematic and turns out he's got all sorts of racist and anti-Semitic yeah. stuff. So oh, we're going to get into those. He, he, only brings yeah. hot, he only brings hot takes to the table. <laughs> I, I just – yeah, this, this goes back to what you're saying about politicians. Like, there's just a lot of idiots. Uh, <laughs> there's just a lot of really, really, really dumb people uh, who are in charge of things in this that country. Are, that are kind of important. I mean, think about it. You you spend years, right? You're campaigning. You're building up your base. You're going to town halls, getting people to vote for you, building those close relationships. Fast forward a few years later, and this is what comes out of your mouth. What? <laughs> I need kind of that connection piece of like what went wrong, right? Like, you know, when you watch like Batman, right? And like Two-Face becomes evil because of all this stuff going on in the city. Like what turns Steve King into this crazy person? I swear to we're going to go one week without mentioning The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's true. a great movie. There's no it's a great movie. There's a lot of things you can apply in there. See, McLeod, it's, oh, it's funny. It's funny you said that because I was when you said that I was just thinking, well, no, the whole, the whole like, uh, town halls, meetings, funding money and all that shit. I was thinking, wow, Donald Trump skipped all those steps and this has crazy shit coming out of his mouth and he got to the top tier. <laughs> of it's political like, I, I, yeah, I, I hate to wonder about how much money like has been put into his like political campaigns because that was all paying for him to say that. <laughs> yep. So what he it's, actually- it got to, he got to a point where he just had enough money that he was just like, I'm going to use all my money to say whatever I want. And it worked. <laughs> the guy won. <laughs> so what, what he actually said, quote, what if we went 
what if we went back through all the family trees and just pulled those people out that were products of rape and incest? Would there be any population uh, left if we did that? Considering all the wars and rapes and pillages have taken place, I know I can't certify that I was not part of that kind, a part of that. I'd like to think that everyone of the lives of us are precious and than as any other. Um, now, now here's, here's, here's one thing I have to say. This guy is a, a congressman from Iowa. He's not growing up in Genghis Khan, Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's acting like this is something that he just walk around the block and it's like, Oh yeah. Rape and pillage right there. It's Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> then that's, porn. that's honestly, I'm so glad you brought up Genghis Khan because 2%. So to answer Mr. King over here, not the author, um, Two percent of the world's population can be linked back to Genghis Khan, um, and that is because of all the raping and pillaging he did. So, to answer his question, it would be pretty much the exact same. <laughs> a, lot of people, a lot, a lot of people wouldn't be there. That's you know, that's a fair point. But it, yeah, like, are, are we going to de- are we going to debate the quality of life <laughs> because of that? Like, it was pretty poopy. Uh, and God bless the BBC because they said in one of their articles, quote, the day of marauding enemies and rape and pillaging are mercifully long gone in most of the world. Let us say most of the world. And while it may be true that the descendants of those uh, vile acts are alive today, it's a stretch to apply the atrocities of the past to a modern public policy debate, which I am so glad they said that because apply the atrocities of the past. You can say that for a lot of things, including racism. I, I disagree. Okay. I think I think we need to get an FBI investigation on this guy because something tells me the sun is up. I got I got alarm bells going off. I got a bit this. of a rapey vibe. Yeah, a, little, a little bit, yeah. I, that's, I'm kind of just getting that. He seems like he's been around it a little too much, and I think it's something. Uh, I don't know who to tweet at because uh, I don't know anyone in the FBI other than the people who've been fired. So I don't know. I don't know who to reach out to. Who's my FBI person to contact to to get on this case? Uh, AOC. Okay. Well, then I, I have her blocked, so I don't think that's going <laughs> <laughs> to DMing me. I it had to stop. Yeah, uh, I, just, I, I can't live that life, you know. But Nash, Nash, you said you disagreed. Please explain. Well, I think that's sort of a, something that's always sort of avoided is the topic of rape and war. I think that's just always a fact. That's always something that happens. Mm-hmm. In, in, even in the modern day, I think you can't avoid that. Vietnam. It, it's going to happen. Not even Vietnam in any war right now. Any time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I would like, doubt that there was rape that went on in that from an official side. Reagan. I, I, I'm not saying Reagan. <laughs> <did> it, but <laughs> but I, I mean, I think it is. It's. I'd say it's more alive than they are saying it, but I mean, their point as a whole is agreed. from like a percentage standpoint, like we're not living in long shanks, breed them out. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's as if like, he's thinking like, yeah, like it's at least like 45% of people who are coming from one of these two things. And that's yeah. just, it's just not even close to the number. I think like maybe 45 people in the world. I mean, if, if you, if you date back, I mean, I'm sh- I, to two family trees. I'm sure at least one of our ancestors is a part of rape. It had to happen somewhere. Oh, guaranteed, yeah. But 
that doesn't apply to fucking today. Like if you're trying to well, def- exactly, if yeah, you're trying to if you're trying to defend abortions of rape and incest, it's a very poor argument. Yeah, like that was all before like things like Twitter and Snapchat. So it's a completely different world. Yep. The Iowa Republican is a controversial and polarizing figure on Capitol Hill who has a track record of making racist comments that have generated backlash across the political spectrum. In January, House Republicans stripped King of committee assignments and action that <laughs> took place after an interview in which he appeared to lament the term white supremacist as a considered offensive. Now, I mean, that's I'm sure, another that's another hot take. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's offensive to white supremacists. <laughs> sure. But that's about it. I, I just how does this guy still have a job? Like, I feel like if you had any job in America and you said one of these two things, both. Not even you get hired just to get fired. So. <laughs> I, that's quite it's, it's a take. It's it's a thought process. And. I think we need to get America's top neurologists in this guy's brain, <laughs> figure out what went wrong, and then apply some antidote into the drinking water of this country to stop it from happening. I want to see. I want to see a sixty minutes of just probing him, <laughs> of just getting questions, out, like laying questions on this guy, because who knows what would come out of his mouth. All right, guys. Well, it's time to journey into the comments. I'm so happy we get to do this this week. So this is a tweet from Dewey Bratcher at Dewey Bratcher. Republic, uh, Representative Stephen King and Tucker Carlson are so obviously dating. Again, it's a take. <laughs> I, 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 is there any facts? Have any evidence? Is this guy like a PI? Does he have the receipts? Like, what's going on? Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. We're gonna con- we're gonna confirm it here on this program. He's he's being <laughs> funny. He's being ahead. funny we, on Twitter. We can't show you the data, but we have the sources. Like <laughs> we're gonna agree we have the documents like Alex Jones. It's confirmed. All right. Deep so throat is on this one. This is but Thomas. This is Thomas A. Hughes profile picture of a dog. So this is a dog tweeting. Be aware at okay. at T. A. Hughes. Um, he's applying to act at Chuck Cholesterol. Kales- I don't know what the original tweet was, but he says. So you're okay with Representative Stephen King, um, but Omar is a problem. I feel sorry for your wife and kids having to live with your judgment. Um, Let's get rid of both of them. <laughs> honestly, I feel like we need to go through Twitter, like find some of these people, and just including Steve King here in this case, and really just reinstitute Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a good place for like a good portion of the people today. This this is yeah. from Man Doggo. Another dog, guys. Dogs are, have a hot take <laughs> on this incest story. So this is at communist underscore dog. And I know dogs can be communists, but he is wearing a Russian hat, so it's adorable. And it's a corgi, <laughs> extra adorable. So he says, "No, at Republican Steve King, you are the product of anal sex." Hashtag cult forty five. <laughs> hashtag maggot. Got it. Now, <laughs> now that is that's quite a roast, but anatomically. <laughs> Incorrect, as I understand. It. <laughs> as I understand. It. No, you can as, get, a, as a as a medical practitioner myself. You, you can get you can get pregnant through anal sex, as my health teacher said uh, famously. Semen leaks, semen, uh, semen drips. Again, I think you leak. That's, <laughs> that's something. I think I think we need to investigate your health teacher now. I'm getting to a lot of I'm getting to a lot of the root causes of what made you you. And I think this is a big a big step in the right direction. Uh, this 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 is from Paul Lander at Paul underscore Lander. For those confused, author Stephen King writes horror. Rep- Representative Stephen King is one. Ooh. 
Now that was some that was some forty five year old guy sitting in his sitting in his den for thirty minutes planning out that tweet. I mean, his- as, soon as, he, as soon as he got the pieces together in his head, he turned to his wife and told her, and she looked at him in disgust. That's exactly what happened there. His profile picture is a slippery when wet sign. Yeah, <laughs> we here on this <laughs> I know that guy. That's Todd from down the street. That's Tom Lavin. <laughs> that was confirmed, Tom Lavin. All right, all right, guys. So that's all I got for this story, McCloudy. We're gonna talk about your boy, McGregs, Conor McGregor. Dude, this isn't this isn't a news story. I didn't even know what he did, but I fully support his right to do it. This isn't a news story. Oh, this is totally not news. Because if, if it was just a regular dude, it wouldn't be news. But of course, it's Conor McGregor, so he punches. Oh, oh, an Irish guy gets in a bar fight over whiskey. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. Footage, <laughs> footage obtained from TMZ, so you know what's credible, shows UFC fighter Conor McGregor punching a man in the face at a bar in Ireland this past April. TMZ reported the violence was over a whiskey dispute. However, an April report from the Irish Mirror said the assault was prompted by a verbal exchange. So there was no audio of the incident that reveals what words were said leading up to the punch, but police in Dublin confirmed that they are still investigating and have uh, not made any arrests. So what happened was... I wouldn't want to be the guy arresting McGregor. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, McGregor walked walked in and lined up cups of uh, bar patrons looking to buy a round of his proper 12 for everyone. That's his, his own whiskey. The, pro, uh, the problem started when the guy opted out. McGregor placed another shot in front of him and twice, and he still refused. Um, the Irish Mirror reported in April that the police were investigating assault claim against McGregor, saying the violence was produced by a verbal exchange. The report cited an, unman- an unnamed source who said, quote, McGregor was being a show-off in the pub, and one man didn't like it and was having a word with them. Now, the words he said... The Russian battered you, um, which refers to Khabib. Um, now, if there's one thing I don't want to say to McGregor, it's, hey, remember that Russian beat your ass for your title? Yeah, that's a fight I wouldn't pick. That's that. That's that's going to be a no for me, dog. I am. Now, have, have, we, have we ruled out Russian collusion officially here? <laughs> I'm just saying it seems like we if there was a bald man in the corner named Vlad, maybe we need to reinvestigate this from the beginning. <laughs> it seemed, this seems like something Vlad's got his hands in. But seriously, Irish bar fights. If you if you give fighting words to McGregor and you get hit, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> it's, what do you think? It's like happen? if you shit on Israel and they don't let you in, what did you expect? <laughs> now. This guy's an idiot. Now, McGregor is a notorious bad boy because his name, you know, is Notorious McConnor Gregor. Mick, Mick Conor Gregor. That's right. I said it. Um, now, hey, no. he he had his whole incident with the whole bus, ruining a whole UFC card. Dana White just <sighs> refuses to, like, punish him because, you know, shit like this is only better for the McGregor brand. Um, yeah. It's weird how you can have such a bad reputation, but be so popular. That's because he's the greatest fighter of all time. Oh, relax over there, big guy. He's the greatest fighter, <laughs> a wrestler. Honestly, maybe even pro athlete. Oh my god, I, would, I hate I, you I so much. I would say he's better than Michael Jordan at what he does. Oh my I'm god, go fuck yourself. Breakout baseball career. <laughs> Once McGregor gets into baseball, MLB is done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over. Tri- triple Crown MVP, World Series MVP, all for the New York Mets. I can't hey, wait. Imagine him and him and Tim Tebow, the big one-two Dude. punch. <laughs> Dude, just Man. imagine him with a bat. 
<laughs> I've seen, I have seen a video of him at Patriots practice throwing a football and I, it's like, he's just never seen how to throw a football. Like I've never seen a human arm move in the fashion that his arm did, but it wasn't, it wasn't throwing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but we, we are going to journey into the comments again because some people are just having a lot of fun with it with memes and just laughing at it. So it's really, really what we're going to do. But some people kind of pissed off that Dana White hasn't responded to this, which, um, that's another thing in our society, in our culture. Like, if you don't respond to an event happening, people jump down your throat and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, That's like every time something happens, someone tweets at Taylor Swift and says, your silence on, like, the new ice <laughs> law is deafening. And she's, she's just writing songs about John Mayer. She doesn't have time for this. <laughs> she's just making millions of dollars and being mad at Spotify for a living. Exactly. That's just what she does. But, like... Dana White doesn't, this happened back in April. Dana White knew about it. He's probably just like, dude, I, I don't care. He's not, he retired. Remember he retired for like a few days? Yeah. Like, it's not like he has a fight coming up. Like, let the kids play, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think, I think Conor McGregor was 100% in the right here. If I had a whiskey brand and someone denied it several times and then tried to say that I was beat by a Russian... I, I don't know. I feel like I would react the same way. If I, if, again, if I was Conor McGregor and a world-class fighter. I'm not going to say he's completely in the right. He's definitely an asshole because you know you could kill that guy with one punch. Um, but he's definitely shouldn't be like arrested or stripped of his title or arrested. Now, here's the thing, though. Again, I don't want to completely rule out the Kremlin's involvement here. <laughs> Conor McGregor is probably at this point, like a dual citizen in America. I'd imagine, you know, he's always in America partying, living it up. Like I feel like he's got some sort of connection here. Do you think this was revenge for the interference in 2016 and almost a statement to the Kremlin saying, <laughs> don't interfere again, or we're going to, you know, I'm going to go proper 12 on your whole country. That's kind of what I'm thinking. McGregor single-handedly destroys sleeper agent in Irish pub. <laughs> Now that's that's hero Conor McGregor is how that that should start. hero. hero. <laughs> My apologies, Conor McGregor. Cloud, I, I hate democracy. Conor McGregor just saved democracy. I hate you so much. I fucking hate you so much. All right. The more I read about it, it seems so. Let's journey into the comments. This is from Wildcard Sports at Wildcard Sports. The old guy actually schedules a rematch with McGregor. It's Bob Barker. It's a gif of Bob Barker beating the shit out of Bill, uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> now that is that is quality content on twitter.com um twitter.com this is this is at from john at scarlet for you are ma at scarlet for your ma um me thinking of trying to provoke conor mcgregor into punching me so i can sue him for compensation money it's just a picture of him just smiling into the camera now that's an interesting thought that's, I mean, that's one way to really interpret this hero trying to protect our democracy. But yeah, let's make light of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, McLeod. Yeah, huh? It's like, I mean, that's definitely possible. I mean, why yeah, else? Why else so. would you say that to Conor McGregor unless you wanted to get hit? Honestly, would you let Conor McGregor punch, give a sucker punch you for a million dollars? I bet him do it for free because he's a patriot. <laughs> he supports this country, Daffy. Okay, in case you guys couldn't tell, McLeod's like a hundred percent Irish. <laughs> I, I support this man. This man could do the worst things on earth, and I'd protect him. Could he? Would he come out and say I support uh, rape and incest? I don't think he would have my vote <laughs> if he was my congressman. No, I wouldn't vote for. Him. <laughs> I wouldn't vote for the man. 
right, this is. But a, he didn't do that. He saved democracy. That's what he did. You can just say it as it is. This is from MMA Greg at MMA Greg One because MMA Greg was clearly taken. Leaked Connor transcript. Old guy, can I trouble you for a warm glass of milk? Connor McGregor. It's a picture of Hal from Happy Gilmore. I can. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> Now, now, yeah, that's that's probably what happened. Have, have we considered that this man may have just been lost from like an elderly community and was trying to get back to where he needed to be? <laughs> if he smacked a guy with dementia, I think it'd be a bigger <laughs> story. Dude, if Conor McGregor smacked out with dementia, he wouldn't have dementia anymore. He'd just smack it out of him. <laughs> that's that's a take for sure. <laughs> that's, that's a take. Hot takes today. <laughs> All right, this is from this is where the anger comes in. This is from Amy Vanderpool. Fighter Conor McGregor is caught on a bar camera punching an elderly gentleman when the man apparently refused to take a shot of a whiskey offered to him. This video should be shown to kids in every health class to explain the pitfalls of steroids, drinking, and toxic masculinity. Now that is a hot couple, take. Couple of points there. First of all, very ageist to call the man elderly. I think the term is experienced. That we're supposed to now the pc term also if you're showing if kids in health class in like middle school are watching conor mcgregor beat up people that's the coolest health class on the planet. <laughs> yeah exactly i, I don't that's think they drink and do all the steroids i don't think they'd get the message like she thought they would <laughs> <laughs> this woman has clearly never been in a middle school health class <laughs> this is clearly this woman hasn't been in middle school <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> this woman is yeah. clearly a single blogger <laughs> yes, 100%. Something tells me showing videos of bar fights in middle school isn't going to help kids. <laughs> I, I told you, all the kids in your middle school the next week are going to be so drunken on steroids. You're going to have a problem. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be quite the middle school. And I think we should get like a hard knock style documentary of what happens. Uh, this maybe, is... live, maybe live betting through DraftKings. <laughs> yo, yo I, I heard you could live bet WWE on DraftKings now, which is a fucking game changer for me. It's all it's all fake. I know. That's why I can bet on it. I'm so excited. If you know the script? answer, couldn't you just go on there and just bet the winner? Yes. Isn't it more scripted than the NBA? Like, yes. It's <laughs> way more scripted than the NBA. The NBA is fucking scripted. All right. Adam Catterwell, am I surprised that Conor McGregor, a bloke who fights in a cage for a living, lost his rag in a pub and cracked an old fella? Love this man, first of all. No. That's a, that's a lot of good English words. <laughs> whim, whim, whimsical writing stuff. <laughs> what, I yeah. am, what I am surprised about is how many times he's allowed to commit a crime, face no jail time, and evade a criminal record. That is a good point. This man has no criminal record. It's because he's famous. Yeah, because you're, okay. Are you going to be this. the man to give him a criminal record? You know what you, he'll do to you? You what you, you went. Wake up in the morning, you're a cop, you go into the station, you pull in, and Chief walks in, is like, you gotta make this say, all right, who are we going after? Connor McGregor. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I think I think he's actually it's in, it's illegal to give him a crime, I think, because you'll die. Ooh. By illegal, I mean you will die. <laughs> and P- finally one PJ Gallagher Twitter today is a place where people defend Conor McGregor for punching an innocent man in the face and piss all over a 16 year old for making a point on climate change that's now I don't I don't understand how AOC oh my god is involved in this at all a <laughs> 16 year old defending <laughs> climate change <laughs> uh. McLeod think you're good you should be happy you're not giving your real name out there <laughs> yeah. that's fair Getting docs quicker than an Antifa party. 
Oh, we could actually we, we could have t- we could have talked about it in tea, but they had some pretty they had, they had a protest. I mean, a riot in Portland this weekend. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got for this story, guys. What, what else? What final thoughts? Nash, do you have headbangers? Um, I do. I just, you know, I'm glad now that the world is aware of Irish bar fights. I guess. <laughs> I, gu- I guess now we all know that's a thing. The fact- yeah, again, this this was a man defending democracy. I can't think we can sell this short. <laughs> Oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> this show was tailor-made for you, McLeod, and I'm so glad you're a part of it. Um, all right, so, McLeod, we have this game called Headbangers on here, which Nash will explain to you. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so pretty much I, I look for headlines that uh, are either funny in themselves or you can make a good joke out of. So pretty much the way it works is I'm going to say, you know, the, what the headline is, and then you uh, buzz in by, say, Tickle Me Pink, and... Uh, then you just say your funny thing. Pretty much. So wait, wait, So you say a headline, and I have to say "tickle me pink." I don't understand how that correlates. So tick, "tickle me pink" is your buzz in word. So and then and then you, okay. you say "tickle me pink," and you crack a joke. <clears throat> All right, you, you understand. I I'll, think I'll, I get yeah. it. I'll, I'll, I'll let Daffy go the first round, and then I'll. I'll no, you it. both go. It's it's a timing thing. You just, oh, okay, uh, okay, when, okay. When you get it, when you get it, you got it. Who can make the funniest joke fastest? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I get it. I Jared's get it. really bad at yeah. it. That makes You're sense. Both- you're both terrible at it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. This one comes from CNN. She you know it's credible. Oh, boy. Oh boy. The, best, the best way to drive Trump nuts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tickle me pink. What do we got? All the Democrats suddenly support him. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, what do I do, guys? What do I do? Who do, who do I go after? <laughs> what do I, what, what's happening? Steve King. That's who he goes after. Well, McLeod, you got one? Uh, no, my brain didn't work fast enough on that one, I'll be honest. Well, come up with one. Hurry up. You're really putting me on the spot here. That's the whole I, point of the game. I, I didn't know what Nash was going to say. Tickle you pink. Right, wait, so what was it again? So what would drive, what would drive Trump nuts from CNN? The, the best way to drive Trump nuts. I have to give um, credit to where the stories come from. CNN, the best way to drive yeah. Trump nuts. Um, honestly, you delete his Twitter account. Oh my gosh! Could you if, it, if Twitter, if Twitter and like this whole like censorship kind of deal they've been doing just deleted his Twitter and didn't reinstate it? I think we might actually have nuclear war. We might have nuclear war just on Jack Dorsey's house. It that would be yeah, that'd be quite a. They, they wouldn't use a nuke. They'd use what did we use? The the mother of all bombs. They just drop it right on his man. The same people <laughs> who killed Epstein would go and kill Jack Dorsey. Yes. Oh my god. I was going to say bleep out the words best and greatest in all the speeches. <laughs> actually, all right. So there'd be, so there'd be no speech. <laughs> Nash, Nash, I'm, I'm actually glad you said that because speaking of CNN, this is something they did a while ago. Now, you say what you are about Trump's rhetoric. He never swears. Like he will rarely – he swears in his speeches. Sometimes he'll drop an F word. But like on Twitter, he never curses. Um, like – and there was a time he gave a speech – he said that's effed up. He didn't actually say fuck, but he's like, you know, he's, he goes, that's upped. Um, and CNN played the clip and bleeped it anyway to make it look like he swore. God, that's Wait, are crazy. you trying to tell me CNN wasn't being credible? <laughs> I know, are right? You it's, sure? It's mind bottling. <laughs> also, Trump, Trump doesn't drink, which I think is a red flag. I think if that man had a couple IPAs once a week, like 
be much more calm on Twitter. Dude, the best thing he said was like, he's like, I love, I love American wine. So it's like, no, it's quite as good as French, uh, French wine. I know I don't drink wine, but no American one's better. It's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all for that though, honestly. Like, you gotta, you gotta support American businesses over French businesses. So I'm fine with that. I drink American Budweiser's because, you know, I support this country. He's such an American. <laughs> Much I like Conor McGregor. I drink America's. Nash, what's the next one? <laughs> all right. Last one. Sorry, I only had two. Boo. This one comes from Vox. <laughs> God. Gay wonk? The case again. <laughs> Sir, please refrain. <laughs> Steve King, can you please calm down? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. From Vox. The case against summer camp. Oh, my God. Tickle me pink. What do we got? It's better than Bible camp. <laughs> the case for summer camp hey chances are you won't get raped <laughs> McLeod it's also a running gag on the show I always pick a, a priest raping joke when I play Tickle Me Pink no I kind of figured that 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 pretty much aligns with your brand pretty well I mean so. you, you, listen, you listen to the show so you know <laughs> that's, your, that's your brand <laughs> now I don't know if I can come up with a joke for this but I can give you a good story about one time I was in summer camp and I was kicked out of laser tag because I actually figured out how to hack the gun to give myself unlimited lives. You normally only got nine. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> what? Okay, first of all, like, why? Like he says hacked, and he just means like he banged himself up against the wall and the thing, bro. <laughs> no, so you only had, so if you got shot nine times, you were done and you had to like, you know, wait till the next round. But I hacked it to give myself 999 lives. How'd you do so that? Everyone would be hiding behind trees and little obstacles. And I'm running through the middle like Rambo, just spraying and praying at everybody. So I was given a two day ban from laser tag in summer camp. So that's my that's my tickle me pink. I didn't really have a good joke for that one. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. That's a good one. Thank you. All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we wrap this shit up? I can change my laundry again. Um, uh, bar, Barstool is great. Um, I really hope the Thunderdome happens. Because if Barstool made that pay-per-view, I'd pay $1,000 to watch that. Welcome to the Thunderdome. It would be incredible. Yeah, honestly, that they, that could be a good thing that they do, honestly, just have a debating thing. They could do it on, like, a network. They could probably get it. I mean, they could definitely do it on Fox because Fox likes Barstool, but AOC would never do it there. Dude, it would be the time but the yeah. fucking YouTubers had a boxing fight. Yeah, exactly. They could, they could do it on YouTube and just put it on their channel, like. They probably have to let her like pitch something though to like get it to work for her. Like they'd have to let her give some sort of speech or AOC, spiel or something. AOC, I know you're listening. You're a big fan of the show. You can broadcast this uh, live on the uh, Ambiguous Production YouTube channel. I allow it. Well, it will give you permission. Mm-hmm. If AOC is listening, I'm in a whole heap of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, you don't, want, you don't want the Clintons to be listening. Then you're in big trouble. Hey, listen, I don't know anything about any Clinton information. Please leave me alone. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> you so much. All right, guys. I think that is a good place to wrap it up for another edition of the You Mad Bro Podcast. This, of course, is the You Mad Bro Podcast. If you are mad and angry, please comment below across all of our social media at You Mad Bro Pod on Instagram and You Mad Bro Podcast on Facebook. Tell us if we are right, if we are wrong. Tell us how fucking stupid and crazy McLeod is. Um, it'll be a grand old time. Find this podcast anywhere podcast can be found. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. 
Google Podcasts, but the most important one, of course, as you know, ambiguousproduction.com with all the other great shows. Uh, GDP just released a brand new show with our buddy Vance Rochester, a young entrepreneur. A brand new show, Sam Bustle Podcast, is coming within a few short days, covering all movie reviews and all that jazz. It's a great show. My buddy Sam is a excellent excellent hot take on the movie industry mcleod thank you so much for being on this show i hope you had a good time as much as i did i had a horrible time thanks for having me well go fuck yourself then (laughs) i had a great time i thought he was a great addition oh no i know when i was researching this week i was like god i'm gonna have mcleod on need to have mcleod on need to have mcleod on (laughs) because there's one thing mcleod knows more about it's donald trump hillary clinton uh, McGregor. I know, I know nothing about Hillary Clinton. Please leave me alone. <laughs> McGregor and Barstool Sports. McClay, I hope you can come back and talk about some real issues. Um, but These weren't real issues? No. This was a, this is a lighthearted week, as opposed to last <laughs> week when me and Nat were all sad and angry. Yeah. Fair. All right, Nash. Um, what do I got for you this week? Emotionally turbulent. Yeah. Huh? All right, Nash. Um, what do you call your grandparents? Uh... It, it depends. I call them different things. That's what I mean. Like, I called my uh, my Italian ones Nonna and Grandpa, and I called my uh, Polish ones Mimi and Papa. So what do you call yours? That's my, uh, that's my question for you this week. I called uh, one set of grandparents Nanny and Pappy. Nice. Love it. And then one of my other set, it was just Captain and Grandmother. <laughs> Captain and Grandmother. Captain, you can't just, you know. He, he, was, he, was, he was in the name. Okay. Love it. All right, guys. We'll be back next week as long as you stay.